the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. I have been seeing advertisements for a film by the same name as the book we're about to discuss called Created Equal on Salem Now and SalemNewsChannel.com for the last number of weeks. And it is something that I think even today, once I'm done with the show, I'm going to go watch uh, because I like really good documentaries and I love the subject of this one, which is the Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. Obviously, a very uh, dynamic figure from the very moment that he was put on the uh, stage of the world uh, for his uh, Supreme Court nomination hearings. And at that time, one Joe Biden was the head of the Senate Judiciary Committee. Here to discuss is Michael Pack, the co-author of the book by the same name, Created Equal. It is published by Regnery, and uh, they are our good friends because uh, they are run by the same corporate company that owns this radio station. So, uh, Michael, uh, welcome to Kevin McCullough Radio. Great to have you. Um, when, Thank you for when, having me on. When you think about Clarence Thomas, and, of course, he just authored the uh, New York gun decision in this term of the court, and he had a lot to say about Roe v. Wade and fo- or the Dobbs case. And following the Dobbs case, he had even more to say about uh, s- several other cases. Um, what do you think his lasting legacy is going to be in terms of how he will be remembered? I think he's really shaping it now. Uh, I Many people describe the current Supreme Court as the Thomas Court. Not, of course, it's technically the Roberts Court. But he, I think, is the, currently the most influential justice. His many years of writing dissents have now shifted to writing majority opinions or signing on with majority. And I think a lot of the topics that come up are things that he's written about and talked about over the years. A lot of people don't know that he's written more Supreme Court opinions than any other justice, over 750. And each year, year to year, it tends to be double. He writes about 30, and the nearest justice is usually 10 to 15. So he's been very active on the intellectual front, but for years in the minority and now in the majority. So I think he's shaping his legacy, even as we speak. So that's interesting. So what you're saying is there are many cases that all of the justices will hear, but if they simply vote with the majority opinion, they oftentimes won't issue um, a concurrent opinion. But he often takes the effort to do that and to expound on things anyway. He's issued many, many dissents. Remember when the when there was a liberal um, majority in the Supreme Court. I mean, even now he may be issuing dissents. Things shift, uh, and he's written majority opinions as well. He's written majority opinions, concurrences, dissents, uh, and in the case of the Dobbs case, he issued a concurrence, as I think you, you sort of alluded to. You know, the, the majority opinion was written by Samuel Alito, also a great justice. And Clarence Thomas wanted to say something more about uh, substantive due process, and he issued a concurrence that I yeah. think has been very influential. The the interesting thing about Justice Thomas's life is that um, 
they they gun they were gunning for him from the get go. And for people that are mm-hmm. listening that do not know much about his uh, confirmation uh, hearings, take us into that mm-hmm. little window of time in his life and and really what he went through to just stand his ground. Well, I mean, the, the, the hearings themselves were came at the end of a very dramatic life story. And our film and book, really, tell his story from his birth to the current time. And um, so he's born in uh, in Point, Georgia, in a Gullah-speaking area. He's raised in dire poverty in the Deep South. Uh, he, he's... Uh, He's coming away from further behind than almost anybody in American political life. And from, so from there, from, probably in the segregated South, the Supreme Court itself, a major story. But he, after, his, after being in really poor in Savannah, his mother brought him to her father, his grandfather, to raise. And he got his core values from his grandfather, and his grandfather sent him to uh, parochial schools, then all black in the segregated South, but run by these Irish nuns who also gave him great values, hard discipline, a strong curriculum. And for a while, Clarence Thomas thrived under that regime and wanted to become a priest, enrolled in the seminary, and then became disillusioned in the late 60s. His grandfather kicked him out of the house. He became a radical. He's, he In college, he started the Black Student League. He, he, as he said, he supported anyone more radical, the better, Angela Davis, uh, H. Rap Brown, the Panthers, whoever. And it was only by working through that and coming back to his grandfather's values and the values of the nuns that he is, is where he is today. So he, he understands his principles having gone through this transition, which is why I think he holds them so strongly. But, but you are quite right that since he became a public figure, and that was when he started working in the Reagan administration in the 80s, He's been attacked by the left, and it reached a peak during his very contentious confirmation hearing. He was nominated to Supreme Court by President George H.W. Bush, and he had a very difficult, grueling one-week hearing. Justice Thomas and his wife thought it was all over. Um, it, you know, the the, the Senate uh, Judiciary Committee chaired Senator Biden sent his nomination up to the full Senate for a vote. They split six to six. And then the Anita Hill testimony was illegally released. Her And her accusations were that he was guilty of sexual harassment, not physical assault, but really talking about pornographic movies in an inappropriate way at the workplace, which he thoroughly denied. And so they called him back, and they had what we all really remember from that period, 1991, were those charges and his response. And he gave one of the most famous speeches in the confirmation, in the history of Supreme Court justices being affirmed. He denounced the way the Senate was treating him as a high-tech lynching, bringing him back, subjecting him to these, these charges that were unsubstantiated. And he turned around public opinion. I mean, by after his famous high-tech yeah. lynching speech, the public supported him two to one, including African-Americans. But the attacks didn't cease on his confirmation. They, they've gone on right through today, often using racist stereotypes, racist tropes. He's called it Uncle Tom. He's, we have cartoons of him as a shoeshine boy to Justice Scalia, you know, ter- think in KKK robes, things you couldn't do if, to a progressive black man without being yeah. accused justly of racism and on to today. 
So, so that's where we are today, where it's reached another peak, I'd have to say. Good stuff, and congratulations, Michael, on a successful film and book. Friends, they're called Created Equal. Clarence Thomas, in his own words, uh, encourage you to check them out. Michael Peck, thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me on your show. You got it. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.